0: This episode is sponsored by O2. Check out o2.co.uk for details of O2 Refresh, the tariff that lets you get the latest phone whenever you want. Welcome to the 361 Degrees Podcast, Season 6, Episode 1. My name is Ben Smith
1: from Wireless Worker. I'm Ray Plantford from the All About
2: Sites. And I'm Ewan from Mobile Industry Review. Welcome back, gents. How are you? Oh, I'm, go- I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm- I've got lots of energy. I'm ready to rock. I'm very excited we've got to season six uh, Very excited we've got to season six And also very excited that we've managed to start season six Less than an eon after season five Well, That's because we are professional We've got huge listener numbers We have to meet demand
0: that's According it. to Twitter we've now got three listeners But hello to all three of the listeners That's a big update from last uh, from last time around So, gentlemen, um, we've been away for less time,
2: but um, let's do our things of the week very quickly. So, you McLeod. Okay, my thing of the week. I think I might have mentioned this last time, but I I am still using it and absolutely loving it. That is City Mapper. If you haven't used it, just download it. Check it out. It's a wonderful methodology of getting around London. I I think it's just for London London and a few other cities as well. Uh, It's a great transport app i'm trying to think about how i describe it because you basically say it finds out where you are and you then say i want to get to 280 Bishopsgate or whatever and it, it just it works out for it. it tells you what you if you go by the bus it'll take 10 minutes if you go by the tube take this tube this one. it's leaving and if you walk blah blah, blah. really i'm absolutely adoring it i lo- love the way city it humanizes
1: mapper. travel and tells you it takes naught minutes if you use the teleporter
2: yes it really smart so check out
1: city mapper city Mapper, and which cities is that working i think it's
2: london and uh, i new think it york. new york yeah uh, but they'll be it to so other both cities. the cities then? yeah the the only cities the both the cities yes
0: okay <laughs> actually uh, I, I i sort of wanted to say hello to our international listeners as well because in in the break lots and lots of people got in touch so, so thank you very much for for that, that bonjour, amazing no. but bon giorno, hello bonjour tack um but tack. i think that's swedish for thank is you it? but yes. feel yeah. feel free to feel free to write in and correct me Buongiorno. Uh, but I've I got loads of loads of correspondence from people outside the UK, obviously, wow. which is our home market. So if you're listening outside the UK, thank you very much. You're you're jolly super. We
1: love you. We, we do. We do. We hold you in mildly fond esteem. Right. Uh, Ray Flanford. My my one thing. I've been using the HTC One Max, which is a tablet device, big six-inch screen. And I think we've all been pretty sceptical about such That's what's such, in your pocket. Such devices. No, it's not in my pocket. It's in my bag. Right. Because uh, I've kind of stopped using it because it's still too big a device for me. But I can say that I see the benefits of those big screen devices and having a really big screen is nice and it's the old old thing about any screen, you switch back to something smaller and you do notice it but I was glad to go back to the smaller screen size
0: How big is the, the it's uh, six It's 6 which inches, which means
1: it's not usable one hand, it doesn't really fit in the pocket comfortably and compared to the HTC One,
0: I'm not saying anything Karen. No, I'm not making the obvious jokes either no, yep, yeah. No, yep, yeah, yeah. carry on, fablets, fablets yeah. and um uh, actually, no. We shouldn't call them fablets. Uh, I, I read recently that uh, Samsung, in their analyst presentations, now would like us to call them fondlits.
2: You are. I almost, I said, I almost said a naughty word there. You are no. being silly. No,
1: I, I went through a Nokia world, listening to every single Nokia executive call them large-screen smartphones.
2: They do like their words. So. LSS.
0: Uh, and what have I been thinking about this week? Mm. Well, I, I've, been, I've been thinking about a topic which we discussed before. I, I've been thinking loads about the resilience of smartphones and how robust they are. Yeah. Um, and I always think back to that video that you made, Ewan, where you went down to, I think, Farnborough or somewhere like that yes. with Nokia. Yep. And, and they showed all the, the, the tests they do to, to make sure that when you sit on your phone or you sweat on it or anything, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I'm looking at my, my new iPhone 5S, which is all very lovely, which I've I've, I've actually given i've put it in a case for the first time yeah i noticed this I'm, what I'm are a you bit, doing well i'm a bit anti-phone cases really because it's yeah, just a it's tool, a tool to be used, exactly, exactly. Yes, yes. but i put it in a case because it, it was it was getting scuffed and ugly looking far far too quickly it really is very very uh prone to damage and scuffing And i mean this is going in and out of suit pockets so and now what's the point
2: of putting a case in it then so it
0: doesn't get scuffed why well just because i can throw it away so the case will still get messed but i can you it, get a better
2: price for it what do you mean
0: no no just I want it to continue to look smart because I'm going into meetings and things. So if, if I if I scuff it all up yeah. then it...
2: But then it doesn't look smart because you've got this rubbish case well, it. Well I am not fa- rubbish it's a red found... boring scuffed rubbish case. I found a I found a the actually the
1: Apple the So Apple... you
2: don't look very smart with that phone. I think it looks alright but the Apple It doesn't look so... it's a yeah. horrible little rubbish slip. If
1: anyone wants to know it's a red case by the yeah, way. Yeah
2: but it's it's been badly used. It's the Apple it's
0: the Apple leather case for the iPhone 5s right I, So I... it doesn't look good now.
1: No.
0: I I re- I think it looks good enough. It's it looks better than a really best scratch device. But I'm amazed that you can spend six hundred dollars or you know, five hundred and something or yeah. pounds or I, I can't even remember what How many euros. Oh, I know. Twenty-eight-year-old, okay, right. um, you know, on, on something that is really a high-end piece of, of, of kit, and it, it is that vulnerable. And I, actually, something I've always liked about the Nokia's is even the very high-end finishes were, were still quite robust. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. But we
2: about want that. you. And this, this is Apple speaking. We want you to buy a forty-nine-dollar case as well, please.
0: Well, and and mission accomplished. Thank you. So, so
2: that's why. There we go. Uh, you, McLeod, right? You're in charge this week. We are, yes. And what are we covering? The royal week, yes. Okay, we've got a lot to a lot to get through. First, I want to come on to the iPhone, the Apple launch. Well, just specifically in answer to my question, what we're covering is all the stuff that happened. It's the
0: catch-up episode. Oh, it's the catch-up episode. I know Woo-hoo. everyone looks We have a jingle this. for this. Yeah, that's it. I'm just playing the, the catch-up episode jingle now. Right. Okay, right. In so po- I'll put it in in post Well, shall I
2: give you the contents, right? Because you have to tell people what you're going to say, say it, and then tell them what you said, yeah, right? Okay. So you all, you're all, all paying attention, listeners. Uh, we're going to talk about the iPhone, uh, Apple iPad Air, Nexus 5, the Surface, the Huddle, the Nokia tablet, and BlackBerry. Oh, audio. Oof. There we go. Right, okay, so Ben, start us off, the, the iPhone launch, iPhone 5S, the 5C, uh, what was your perspective?
0: Well, w- I don't think there's any point in recapping what happened. If you no, don't no, know no, what no, happened, exactly. you wouldn't be, be listening does, to this podcast. Right, yeah. Exactly. So what, what stood out for me was two things. One is that lots of people misunderstood that the new main iPhone was supposed to be the 5C, Because that was the same cost as the old iPhone, and and that was supposed to be what people bought. It wasn't the cheap iPhone. It was more that the S was the expensive iPhone, the special one, the special one. Yes. And so lots all this talk about cheap iPhones missed the point. You know, given the chance, Apple was always going to add a more expensive one, not a cheaper one. Right. I think, and the trouble is. I think that Apple have made a mistake, particularly in the UK market. I'm more familiar with the difference between the 5c and the 5s is only 80 pounds. Right. And if you go to a uh, if you go to a network who are going to subsidise it and they're going to sell it to you on a contract, even though you commit for the contract, some of the times the difference is down to about 49 pounds. Yes. Now, for some people that will make a difference, but I think for iPhone purchasers, it probably high-end it, iPhone it, as well, new it, iPhone. Purchase. It probably it probably won't because yeah. these people are already paying. 40 or so pounds a month for their for their subscriptions it, it varies yeah. so I'm, I, I was interested to see how did every, everyone get it so wrong about the cheap iphone but then why didn't i why didn't apple
1: stretch it out a bit and make the 5s
2: more expensive and ben uh sorry rave what would the benefit of that be
1: well basically they would be able to make more money is the, the simple line. right I but mean, the market it, dynamic though. and you look at the price curves or on yeah. both of these i think People would have been quite happy to pay more for the 5S because people have been complaining that you know the 5C isn't cheap. There is the the 4S, the old sort of the cheap, older model. It is still existing, and, and the, the 5, 5C yeah, is yeah. very much. Uh, I mean, I think what Apple did was smart. They made it coloured to make it distinguished to feel like it's a, a new model. It's not just last year's model with a retread. Right. Uh, but the 5S, it's you know, it's a premium thing. That's what Apple have decided to do. Now you could talk about should they do cheap as well i think that's maybe uh, another topic but it feels i think particularly ben's right in the subsidized markets heavily subsidized markets there's so little difference and especially with apple being an, an aspirational brand there's more than any other phone i can think of there is kind of a fashion and style reason to buy the iphone right you want to be seen to have the right product yes and, and that's a problem. And the more, the for more the 5C. expensive one, well,
2: the eighty quid more one, is, is the one to go for.
1: And, and that's come out that we've seen that Apple have cut that back on the production orders for the the five C. Right,
2: right. Now, tell me, I'd like to ask your perspective on the actual keynote and the output. Did anything surprise you, or was this steady as you go? Because we did talk about it beforehand. We 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 almost wrote the the keynote ourselves. Well,
0: we, we I think. We were pretty spot on on, on on what was going to be announced, but I I, I think we should have a little humility and say that actually it wasn't particularly hard to guess and quite a right. lot of people got it right, with the exception of still talking about the 5C as the cheap iPhone, even though... You know, it's even when, even when the the price yeah. came, came out, so there yeah. was, was that one. I think with regards to the the style and the overall tone of the presentation, I've decided not to decide for the moment because Steve Jobs <laughs> has t- took so many years and did so many presentations, and his style became so. You, you had a sense of when of when it was big, when it was small, and yes, what Steve yes. thought about it. And we haven't quite got that a new sense of normal the from, from the Apple. Mid, yeah, yeah. And I think lots of the commentary that's saying, "Oh, this is terrible," or "This is great," or you know the 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 presentation doesn't quite gel, is judging it against a very, very high bar. And I, and I think it will take some time to settle down. I have seen a little bit of commentary that says Apple needs to have fewer voices on stage and one person who's more of a salesman. A well, and changing. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. and, and to me, that feels that feels right. But there again, they've always been very good about starting with an idea of what they want to do and refining it and refining it yes. and refining it. Yes. So, you know, none of this stuff happens by accident.
2: Okay, well, uh, take, take us on to the, the iPad Air. Did you want to say something? No. Uh, well, I, I won't. I won't be buying one, but I am. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Why will you not be buying out? Because laptop? because
0: I've really wanted a, a Retina Mini for a long time. Yeah. Much preferred the seven inch form factor. Right. Hey, I'm finally going to get a Retina Mini. So
2: I don't. I don't. Have you seen the air yet? Have you Have you, have you been in a shop yet? Have you seen it yet? Actually, no. I haven't. Not in the fleet. Do you think you might change your view if once you've seen it? Once your existing one looks rubbish.
0: Oh, well, I, I, I will be getting a new iPad, so be, be sure oh, no, about no, that. The, but I
2: mean, the big one, the big iPad. I, I, I don't... I, Are you kidding yourself? You're going to buy one, aren't you? I think the thing... This year. I think the thing... Well,
0: maybe, but I think the thing... Well, By God, Rafe Blanford has just exploded in the corner there. <laughs> yeah. can, can, can somebody get me a new Rafe Blanford, please? This, this <laughs> one is broken. It's popped. It's all the top popped. of Apple. He exactly. doesn't like it. Right. So, re- really quickly, um, yeah. I don't... I, I use my iPad... Less and less and less, just for travel, for yeah. reading and stuff like that. And I'm realising the reason for that is that I, you know, my lifestyle's changed. I don't commute so much now on public transport. I tend to have to drive. That means I don't have loads of reading downtime for me. That for me that means that the uh, the iPad is now for meetings and in front of the telly. Right. Small, flexible, convenient is more important than big. So I'll be, I'll be going for the I'll be going for the mini. I think though that what's going to be interesting is that. it's going to be hard to stop the two price points overlapping now and uh, well Rafe you were saying earlier about the iPad Pro
1: Well, you just look at the naming scheme that Apple's used, it does strike me that there's kind of a gap for that iPad Pro model that's maybe a bit heavier but has some extra features in it, be it more storage or I think most likely a bigger battery life. Because for me, the most interesting thing about the iPad Air was that it was achieved that lighter weight by actually reducing the size of the battery, which was enabled by the new chipset. And it's kind of Apple's decision to design its own chipsets and to do a certain amount of fabrication design at that level that's enabled them to do something that other tablets haven't been able to do and it's it's moved the this ipad air feels like the ipad that steve Jobs originally intended and then the sort of when we had the three and the four it it moved away from the original vision because it got heavy it wasn't easy to use one-handed and it's attractive but at the same time the ipad mini's come in and that actually now feels like the ipad that is going to become maybe the first choice of a lot of people because people have started realizing that actually the screen estate difference doesn't make that difference. You know, on that smaller form factor. You get just the same information. Yeah, and, and
0: we 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 said we'd kind of try and reflect on you know what mattered rather than the, rather than the news. And for me, what you've just said about the chipset, that is that is a real wake up call to everyone else. Absolutely, you know that yeah. Apple can in a single generation with is this their first ever home in you own home, home baked no, chips. They've done
1: it before but it's this new A7 which is a lot more power efficient. The 64 bits interesting for the future but it's this power consumption that really struck me as a, but, yeah. a big win compared to their competitors. And in and, and in a single
0: step they've managed to shave a huge amount off the device and they've almost completely transformed it. Because, I mean, I, yeah. I, I say I won't buy it. I won't buy it because I, I don't need it. It doesn't mean I'm not hugely impressed yeah. with it as a device. And if you need a tablet that size, go buy that one. That is you know, the, the one to have.
2: Question then for the for the listeners, I almost said readers. Uh, how many of you will be buying the iPad Air? And don't lie, right? I think there's a lot of people going, oh, maybe think I reckon they'll all be. I think we'll all be buying one. The,
1: the, no, I, I, I disagree because I still don't think it's that much. Are you much still a...
2: using an iPad too.
1: Uh, yes, I can't remember the exact... I think it's a... Well, don't three. think you, 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 but you can comment. The, the thing is, for a lot of people, there isn't that much difference between that and the previous model. It, it's got light. And absolutely, you know, it makes it more attractive. Yeah. But I think uh, Apple has an issue with the iPad is there's less of a desire to upgrade than there is for phones. And that's partly about the business model. You're not having a subsidized device. And you know they're, they're starting to try to get around that by doing interesting things with a software bundle. I mean, one of the most things that didn't get much remarked on was Apple giving iWork and iLife away for free now yes um, and that's quite because
2: I paid nine ninety nine each for them
1: well that, that but it's also lot. about trying to compete with yeah. you know Microsoft in the cloud and Google Docs and all of that uh, I having used them actually it's not that great an experience but it was interesting that Apple chose to go that route
2: I've used Keynote a lot I've used uh, actually I've actually used that in Anger for presentations yeah. be quite useful. Uh, and that
1: got quite a lot of mention in the Keynote it, it was interesting to see that much attention paid and, and actually less on the, the kind of the new hardware
2: well okay let me move you on to Google Uh to, Who, sorry. sorry? Google, Google. That they're this new upstart. Google. They've uh, been doing this thing called oh, Android. That's searching, yeah. yeah, yeah. Searching and, and and phones and stuff. Phones and Eighty yeah, percent
1: of the phones in the world, smartphones, run on their software now. Mm, that's quite mm-hmm. scary.
2: Right. Well. Okay. Will you be buying the blocky, horrible Nexus Five?
1: Not a leading question at all.
2: Well, I just I wasn't. Tell us what you but, tell us what you think, Ewan. Because what? I, just I thought, it's an agenda. I, no, no, I thought it's all right. I, I actually almost bought one by going. Oh, do you know what? Actually, I should have the latest. Uh, I think the last Nexus I had was a three. But so I'd better get one. Um, and I just looked at it and it wasn't turned on at all, but not not just a little bit, it just looked like a a box.
0: I I think it's interesting that they've decided to go with LG after all the build and, and quality issues of the Nexus 4, because right. whatever you thought about the cost of the device, it was it wasn't very premium build quality was it right
1: well it was designed down to a cost and so that was a certain amount of inevitability about it but lg have scored a bit of a hit with the lg2 which is their new kind of high-end android right. handset sorry let me correct you the LG g 2 thank you thank so you it rolls off the tongue with the uh, button on the back <laughs> of the device i mean it's, it's a good camera the quality feels yeah. pretty good it's an attractive device but uh, you know the the nexus 5 suffers from being designed down to a price point but that's also its greatest benefit you know it's half the cost of an iphone mm. and you're getting a very what similar it, experience pounds,
2: pounds yeah. like yeah, it's, i think
1: it's 300 pounds yeah. or 299 dollars yeah. uh, the, tra- the, the exchange rate doesn't quite i've been thinking about to get one
2: because i've been out of the android
0: google look, look for I, a while I, I i still don't understand and i don't because under- th- is this not this is now the fifth i think nexus because uh, I, I know it's called the Nexus Five, but yeah, is really? it the fifth one that they've made? Because they did the Nexus yes. and the Nexus S, and then so
2: I'd have the, the three. I'm sure, I'd have three. He says. A- anyways, but it, that, sh- that shows you how poor. Well, a... well
0: let, let's say let's say five. Oh, and, uh, the, I and, right. and I have to admit that I, I genuinely don't get quite next excited. generation. I still don't understand how we've got this many Nexus phones, Nexus tablets out there, and no one from Google appears to have coherently explain to me why Nexus devices exist. Mm-hmm especially when you get motorola it, in the background as well it's
1: the pure google experience you don't get anything but the google experience what about motorola?
0: No, i understand what i understand why google would like you to have that experience but why why, why would a consumer want that you and can what, get
2: a samsung one now can't you with other? That?
0: but that's the developer edition and it costs you a lot of money and i right. appreciate well, this
1: is a, a more accessible one for consumers i think it's the appeal of not having the customized software from a, a device manufacturer and that has a pretty bad reputation i mean lots of people don't like Touch With a lot of people seem to like it as well and the same applies to HTC with Sense. Yeah. I mean I agree with you it, it feels like there's less, less appeal
0: well given you buy it well given as I understand it, you uh, mostly buy it through Play the Play Store yeah. uh, it's a quite a geeky purchase so
1: it, it started Coming on to operators more as well. I mean, you will be that's able true. to get this but, through how, how phone many, shops.
2: How many readers? I want to say readers uh, or listeners. How many of them have got are, are about to buy the Nexus Five? I'd love to hear. I, I imagine if
0: you're an Android fan and you like the the uh, the, the native experience, yeah. then actually quite a lot. I mean, lots of people in my Twitter stream are, are quite excited yeah, about their the Nexus fives yep. coming. But I, again, I, that's that's because lots of people that we know. Are of you know, earlier hardcore, yeah, yeah, hardcore. Yeah. It, we own lots of platforms, lots of yes. devices, you know, It feels like
1: Android more generally, it's kind of the geeky option, the, the thing to do. It doesn't have the same mass market appeal as something like the iPhone. And so, although we're discussing it here, in all honesty, it's in irrelevance next to any of the Samsung Android products. All right, okay,
2: look, uh, next one up, Surface. Okay, because the, the, the new generation Surface has come out. And a little while ago, I wrote a post saying the Surface is dead, you know, ding dong or whatever. I think it was that the week after you wrote the one that said, the
0: surface is the best thing ever. I no, love No, that it. is
2: not. No, because I don't have that opinion. <laughs> I don't have an opinion. I just said it's dead. I don't think it's going anywhere. It's dead. Just so scanning through the Mobile Institute Review archive. Of, right. Is no, you, I don't, you, you, I've Ma- never been ultra positive about the surface. You and McLeod, the ability to hold two... Go and search. two and directly
0: search. contradictory opinions
2: in his head <laughs> at the same time. Well, it's
0: all about the context. exactly.
2: Right, okay. Now, what I'd like to ask you is, do you agree with a lot of the readers of Mobile Institute Review who... They attacked the hell out of me in a, in a, in a friendly way uh, when I said, let surface rubbish, move on. Because um, I, was, I was quoting some headlines and so on, and uh, various different shipping stats. And as a few people came back to me and said, look, I, I love this. The surface is genius. I, I, I'm really loving it. And I didn't think I would, but I'm loving it. And it's made me think, you know what? I need to have a look at that. And I am drawn to the, the surface too. What What's your view, Ben? I...
0: I was, I was stuck with, I was stuck with the, the problem of the iPad because I'm, I'm excited that they built it. I quite like the industrial design. I like the variety of the cover. I like the idea of the covers and all these kinds of things. Not sure about Windows 8. You know, as in, mm. I'm not sure the Windows 8 thing works all the way from the desktop through tablets down to the mobile device. I think I quite like the mobile end. I'm not sure I like the desktop end. But, but it's more a case of why, why do I even care about it? It's another it's another platform owner trying to create a reason for its platform to exist and I know it has to do it. Microsoft absolutely yeah. have to build these yeah. devices. No one else is going to do it for them. But why as I should why, why is I why why should I? Why, 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 Agreed. Why should I care? Right, because I'm not going to make a charitable donation to the Microsoft charity. To, to support them in developing the the, the Windows ecosystem isn't it
2: about in enterprise you still you're still wedded to Microsoft you're wedded to Outlook right there isn't much of a choice you've got to look at stuff in Excel I think and that, Word that
0: sh- but that ship has sailed you look at all the enterprises including the one that I'm sh- I, I know you're in and people are coping with with viewing Excel documents oh, it's, it's, and editing them it's appalling them. when I'm in meetings
2: it's, it's appalling they're not coping at all but seriously in in my organisation they're using a um, remote desktop. Well, but the, the iPads... And it's ridiculous seeing these people arsing around with their iPads. I think, I think better, iPads. Ed, better editing will come, but the point is that the people
0: have the iPads in their hand for other reasons already. Right. For the email, for the pleasantness, because they like the form factor, for whatever reasons, and there's lots of them. And, and merely the one single function of needing to edit you know, Excel documents or mm. something, and I don't think we—I don't think people do lots of editing on tablets. They do lots of reviewing on tablets, but I don't think they do. lots well, of Well,
2: it's because you can't, Carol. I, I just don't think there's there's necessity. I think in the enterprise there would be if it was easy, and that's apparently. So, anyway, okay, let, let's ask okay. Mister Microsoft,
1: Glenford. Okay. Uh, I think you have to divide. Define- the surface in two there's the surface two and there's the surface two pro which is basically a nice laptop i think, I think that's like interesting the, the, the front, the, the the front about, and yeah. the back yeah. uh, so if we're talking about oh. the windows <laughs> rt version oh. it's really about as you had said being part of the microsoft or the windows ecosystem and each of the respective ecosystems is weak in a particular area now microsoft is very weak um in mobile it's even yeah. weaker in tablet You look at Apple, it's probably arguably strongest in tablet, um, weakest on the desktop and uh, sort of moderate in mobile, next to Android anyway, where Android is very dominant on mobile. Tablets, the story there isn't great, it's really fragmented, and it's not actually that much better than Microsoft, although they've got good sales from going cheap, but they're nowhere on the desktop, and I think it depends on what perspective you look at it. For consumers, The fact that it's a part of the Microsoft ecosystem isn't quite relevant yet. But if you're looking from an enterprise perspective, I think it is. And it feels like a bit of a cop out to say this, but Microsoft shouldn't not do it just because there's an iPad out there and they need to start somewhere. So then you have to ask the question, how good an implementation is this? And actually, I think they've done a good job. Windows 8.1 made a big difference. Outlook is now included, it's available on RT. The industrial design is good. The performance is pretty good, and so it actually tells a pretty convincing story. You're absolutely right, though, that the kind of that incumbent advantage that iPad had is difficult to overcome, and, and, and that's going to be why when you put the device side by side, people it's are going to choose not, an iPad.
2: Not a convincing story to you, though.
1: It's, to me, and I think you have to look you're at you're not it going and, to buy it, and I think that could change.
2: Could you see yourself buying one ever? Honestly, no.
0: All all the, all the challenges, Race right. All the challenges have to enter the market somewhere. But what I don't understand is why, given that they're not going to take the middle of the mass market, you're doing all the standard things that the iPad does well, why they aren't tailoring the software offering and things more specifically to the niches who are poorly served by iPad. Yeah. Uh, because if they did that, at least there would be a reason for that particular sector to embrace it and to be, you know, for it to grow in a particular area. Like, uh, maybe like they're going right.
2: to have to do that. Yeah.
1: I, I think the answer to that is they want to be in all segments and so getting buttoned hold in one area is dangerous as blackberry demonstrates
2: okay look, let's um let's come on to our um i think they are the uk's largest retailers um uh, uh tesco tesco are they are they the biggest Indeed they are i think they're the planets no it's not quite no, walmart it's walmart but anyway are. so tesco recently launched the that's the huddle h-u-d-u huddle uh, and that's a, a tablet retailing, no, I'm getting get this right, 99 or so. £120, 120 pounds, or Ooh. £60 pounds with Tesco's Club
1: I'm Card vouchers.
2: Really, I, I thought it was slightly more expensive. Okay, interesting, interesting. Right. So, it,
0: it, if you're not in the UK, Tesco's giant, mega grocery retailer, supermarket. massive yeah. supermarket, does banking, petrol, financial services, yeah. pets. pets, moon on a stick, candy yeah. floss. You know, yeah, everything. So, and it, but they don't have. They have plenty of own brand grocery products, and they've got their own brand NVNO mobile network operator. which is actually well,
2: a successful MVNO in the s- UK s- yeah. successful
0: MVNO. but uh, this
2: will be the first time they've got any own brand um, the consumer electronics yes so they've launched this huddle and the question I have for you is do you, do you think that it's going to get anywhere because they launched theirs and then the Carphone Warehouse a similar time came along and said okay we've got one in fact they actually priced theirs at £49 for a little while um, and then Argos a, a similar non-food retailer Came along and said, "Oh yeah, we get one as well. High that, street kind of yeah. catalog retailer. Yeah. Now, what is this pointless, or you know, is could you see yourself buying this for the family?
0: Well, it, it, I think it depends wh- where these are being targeted at. Carphone Warehouse, I, I don't understand because there's there's no there's no clear sales pitch as to who it's
2: for. Right. Um, Was well, so, it is that simply because the, the Carphone Warehouse is serving a, a wide variety of customers, some of which don't want to pay anything more than. X well, for a pot- a tablet. potentially but yeah.
0: for example Argos is serving a wide range of customers but they've said their tablet is for the tween market so so sort by of like 11 12
1: that's th- a fa- th- family one
0: it? so it, it's for it's for you it's for just sort of older children young teenagers it's cost uh, but it, it also comes with um, it also comes with parental controls as well so right. they have specifically tailored the product now I have to say it hasn't been well reviewed but at least in terms of the proposition they've it's been quite clear that, yeah. it's for these people yeah. for for Tesco it, it certainly in the way that they've marketed it it's almost like a family device right. it's like you know kind of it's, it, it makes it makes it more accessible something that you share with the family and the children and these sorts of things. It's not like an iPad, which would be more of a sort of a, a, a business or a you know higher value or thing. an individual
2: yeah. device. or something. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. So, but then even with the Huddle, um, Tesco have created a brand. They've packaged it up. Yeah. They've given it a place in stores. They're promoting it with their, their loyalty points. So they're discounting it as well. Once right they players.
2: access to the Tesco.com, they're have put they've they put
0: two apps on there. Yeah. You know, but actually they haven't really changed the default Android experience. I really expected them to start to try and retail media or or to make it. Kind of more of a tailored Android experience. But that's haven't. a lot of work
2: though to do
1: that, right? I mean, a it, lot it of is. work. I yeah, mean, te- lot. Tesco's have gone for the Amazon Lite approach. Ultra light, I'd um, say, yeah. yeah. Uh, ultra light. I mean, how I, many, how many think,
2: engineers have Amazon got doing this? Well, exactly, I think on, it will what, develop over time, and that's ultimately
1: on. why I sort of question this, because the amount of commitment it's going to require to really do this properly. It, it just doesn't do you, feel like do it's going to fly. Ask you
2: this. Do you think Tesco should actually be saying that if you're a club card holder with more than a thousand points or whatever, this is their loyalty point, you get it free? We're we going to put one in your hands.
0: To be honest, no. I think this is more about their other brands because they've got, and I'm going to get this terribly Blinkbox. wrong, they've got Blinkbox, which is a video-on-demand yep. streaming service. I would be very surprised if they didn't have some kind of media service. I wouldn't be surprised if they then came up with some kind of gaming piece. So I think that they're eyeing the Amazon model and thinking that they could become, in the markets that they operate in, and it's, it's UK mainly, but they're, yep. they're in a lot of other places as well, that this will be this will be a, an accessible, affordable way for people to access their other services, mm. uh, much the same as the Kindle is, except the Kindle is much is, is much more branded.
2: But it took a while to get there. Well, let, let's not be too negative. However, I do want some realism for you. Is this is this going to be around in a year's time?
1: Yes, I think uh, yeah. Tesco's have the commitment to do this, this digital strategy. What I think will happen is, Ben says, we'll see more of these products come on, and I wouldn't be at all surprised to see it being given away for free, just as at the moment if you look in the Times newspaper, yeah. you'll see if you buy a 18-month subscription, they'll give you a, a free nexus 7 tablet yes yeah interesting model, i see the it? same yeah. thing happening yeah. for tesco's honestly oh, you know, that you, local you, amazon approach will work obviously three
2: years subscription they won't give you nexus yes <laughs> if uh, obviously Blanford will not have been in a tesco recently right or, uh, since his teenage student days i'm sure yeah.
0: no that's true obviously they, they they collect they collect your provisions from the Blanford
1: estates don't
2: they uh, you, you don't uh, have you been in a a, a shop i was in the tesco's a, last week Okay, another a special occasion or...?
1: No, it's the local supermarket. Okay, the, uh, right, just okay.
2: watching the peasants. So, <laughs> seeing how the, the, the rest, the, the other 90% lives. Now, let me let me just say, I, I want to point out that there is a ton of different tablets on sale in Tesco when you walk in. Yeah. There's a little concession for the, tab, the the huddle, then there's a huge amount of concessions for everything, every, all
0: the others. Well, and, and what was interesting was uh, I was talking to someone involved in the Argos launch who pointed out that they are the UK's biggest retailer of tablets so you know they already sell a lot of iPads and a lot of galaxies and all those sorts of things as well so I think you can't there is definitely a market for 100 150 pounds tablets and the same in other markets as well Uh, I think what's going to happen is that the tech will improve to the point where they're worth having because now it's borderline yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah, that price is all important and it's actually about that lower end of the market and people who wouldn't otherwise be able to get an iPad or a tablet and that's that's a huge market the same thing happened in phones and look at our Android has become dominant that's because of all the low cost sub 100 pound Android devices the same thing will happen in tablets
2: ok right let's moving swiftly on really quickly now Blandford, the Nokia tablet Fablet, whatever the hell that was uh,
1: well there were two devices this is from Nokia World the, the 1520 is basically another entry in the Lumia range with a 6 inch screen New hardware family, which we'll see come in elsewhere, Snapdragon 800. So that whole Windows Phone doesn't have the same specs to measure up to. 100. That's now gone. Right. But I think the tablet was the thing that attracted a lot of attention. Given that's what we've been talking Looks about, maybe nice. we'll we'll focus on that. Really nice design. When are know, you getting one? Uh, I imagine I'll get one sometime in December. Right. Um, good. So we can so, have a play with it. And so we'll, I will. We can bring, bring, it, bring it to so the about. recording session. Oh, that'll be great. I was pleasantly surprised by this. It was better than I thought it was. In fact, I'd go on the record and say I thought it was the best windows rt tablet on market that's not a very big sample paul though is it i can see ben <laughs> laughing over there well we, we i think we
0: before we started recording we already, we already decided that that was really a winner in a race of two wasn't it but they've done
1: some really sensible things and you know it's a Nokia tablet so of course it's going to be running on microsoft software so they've actually produced something that's very nice from a hardware point of view but they've made some sensible decisions like optimizing battery life it mm. will go for a long time that's because they've done some work with qualcomm but also quick charge too which means you can recharge it to 40% of the battery in 20 minutes that you know that's plug really, it yeah, in when sounds, you're having breakfast smart, yeah. and have enough power to get all the way to work and mm. all that kind of thing there's an LTE modem in there the pricing is pretty competitive $499 and what mm. they've done with the power keyboard which is like their oh, equipment yeah. of the touch cover or the keyboard accessory they put both an extra battery in there and some USB 3 ports and the actual case feels like a kind of folio case that you'd wrap around, so there isn't a need for that extra case. No. So, some smart design decisions. So, I think they produce the best thing they possibly can. Will it sell loads? No, there's that Windows art But they'll obviously be shipping
2: um, a ton to your State. But would you actually buy one?
1: I don't know until I've tried one. I, I was more impressed than well, I thought I would no. be, and I want to try one out. I'm going to There's a iPad too. Right.
2: OK, right, let's finish us off, Ben, on Blackberry. I'm asking you, I'm not commenting. <laughs> uh what the hell's happened
0: well you, obviously we're recording this on um on wednesday yep. and uh this probably won't oh, get, you, come on you're not going to say something horrible this won't get broadcast until monday so and it so changed again it's real, real risky <laughs> yeah. absolutely so um i think the official statement is blackberry have decided not to sell albeit to no buyers so they, they were on the market no one bought them, so they decided not to be on the market anymore. Right, but they're, they're, oh, taking, but they're taking but control of news. their own destiny.
1: It's good news. They've raised a billion, so they're going to be able to last another four weeks. Exactly. So they've raised a billion dollars, which, frankly, whoever gave them a
0: billion dollars is is should mad. Be. should be shot. Exactly. Uh, it's good money after bad. The CEO's gone. The CEO's gone. Torsten has That's gone, shame, thought, and taken thought, a big payout yeah. as well. By the accounts, it, I mean joking aside, this is genuinely sad because this is the la- this is the last gasp for for BlackBerry. Um, they're still making money though. However, however, they Wait, might not not at the consumer
2: level. They yeah, have been. They, they
0: might be generating some income, but however they survive in the future, it's going to be a shadow of the former self. Yeah. They're going to run out of they're going to run out of money. The vultures are going to circle. All the big players have have you know had the chance now so if they are going to be sold they're going to get sold to someone small the, the people are going to be looking for the patents you know this is going to get distressing to watch i think we're yeah. basically the, the vultures are going to land in a minute and this particular you know donkey is going to get torn apart i think oh so. i'm
1: positive
2: he says well, I'm positive. You, you, I, you can, I still pay, can play
1: bingo can. with all the people who are said to be acquiring facebook Blackberry. facebook and yep. lenovo, lenovo and uh, and Dell. others Dell. Like, I, I mean the, the obvious thing here is putting a serious face on it that yeah. service side the the software piece of the business is actually still pretty valuable and will remain so but it's going to be a sunset business in and your face so whoever, face, Smith, in your so whoever face. buys it is going to be Granford buying it with the right. implicit knowledge that it won't exist in five years time and it will be perhaps what's Cent- left from patents perhaps Accenture
0: will do the same as they did for Symbian do the decent thing yeah. um, only one more thing and we will, we are going to touch on this I suppose in a future episode um, obviously lots of people talking about Edward Snowden security NSA mm. or those kinds of things uh, I would don't be don't be surprised if there is some national security implications in terms of the sale. There's lots of uh, there's lots of US and Canadian yep. government systems that that use BlackBerry technology to secure sensitive systems. Yes. I think. Buyers from China will find it hard to overcome the hurdles and the governance yeah. structures that would be demanded by by the regulators and blah blah blah, blah. I've already had some conversations with, with a few people on to, on Twitter about this. Uh, I, I think it's it's more complicated and they're more nervous than yeah, they care yeah. to. That's me. why so, you're not going to see which a Which is why, of guys why, why Microsoft is going to
1: be the buyer, probably.
0: I think probably because it's going oh, to it's going to need to yeah. stay in North American hands. Uh, but, but I think much we, less than they're valuing it now. Uh, we can talk about and we but we can talk about that in another episode. And welcome now to a new section of the podcast. Well, I say new, but we kind of did it, but we're going to formalise it now. So every week we're going to have um, a comment, uh, reader's letters, you a, know. Rant, a rant, some feedback from you. So An, an audio comment, maybe? Uh, audio comments if you want to submit them. So uh, we'll try and fit as many in as possible, but we'll probably just do one or two a week. Um, I asked for some by Twitter, and we've got some. This this week's uh, comment from Anana. Now, this chap written him before and I always butcher his name so I, I apologise because he uh, he's uh, I think he lives in uh, Johor down in uh, the, the, the bottom end of uh, Malaysia if memory serves Johor oh o- yeah it's uh, just not, just it's the other side of the water, water just the other side Yathor, is of the, right no right no right. it's just the other side of the water from Singapore where I used to live ah. um, it's O Okalion I think. I've right. I, I probably destroyed that man's name. He is at okl 1917. Oh, I know and, him. And, He's a lovely chap. And a lovely chap and a frequent commenter. And he always asks a good question. He said, um, who, needs more, who needs more to remain as the dominant player, Samsung or Google? Now, we talked about this a little bit, I think, in the last season. So let's talk about how things have moved on a pace, and I start off by saying that although I haven't looked although I didn't watch the presentations I've been looking at some of the um, Samsung analyst briefings that have been going on recently because they've just done a big briefing out to their investors mm-hmm. and well I'm hardly unique in, in in noticing this but um I'll I'll, I'll, I'll echo actually um Stefan Constantinescu, St- Stefan Constantinescu good yep. friend well and podcaster on the voicemail our 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 uh, a friendly podcast and he, he pointed out quite clearly that they don't mention um, they don't mention Android anywhere in their slide decks mm. so for, for me um, I think the, the third ecosystem won't be Windows Phone the th- third ecosystem will be Android without Google and Samsung could well be the people to do it Being I really best. like
2: that, I think that could be very interesting because if you look at all the people I see nowadays this is just a very London centric view but listeners, I used to see tons of iPhones everywhere. I mean, you couldn't move on the tube or around London with, without seeing iPhones everywhere. But now I think it's almost an equal split between iPhone and Samsung. And a lot of these people that I'm using, these are normal, normal mobile users with their Samsung devices. They, they are now into the upgrade stream. Yeah, they had the 2, they had the 3, now they're getting the 4. Um, if a 5 or a 6 comes along with Samsung Android on it, they they won't think twice. They'll just buy it. And, and
0: uh, Rafe's Rafe, Rafe is so itching to come in. That I can see him actively yawning across the other side of the room. But well, what,
2: we, we should say Microsoft a few Microsoft. times. I'll wake him up. Uh, yeah.
0: One more thing from me. I think that people are under the misapprehension that one day Samsung will flip the switch and will change whether away from Android or to non-Google. They won't. What they'll do is they'll they'll slowly ripple it across their Steadily. portfolio. So your um, Galaxy S5 probably have probably have Google still on it. Big high-end premium yeah, yeah, device. Yeah. Uh, the Galaxy Ace or, or one of the, right, sort of yes, the low-end yes. consumer ones, they're the ones that will start to lose the Google services, they'll be cheaper because they won't have to pay the licensing fees right. and also uh, maybe the consumers will be more open to using the Samsung services rather than the Google ones.
1: Ray Flanford. It's hard to say anything in terms well, It's of nothing of that. to say. It's nothing to say. Uh, but I agree with the provider that I actually think it's already happening. If you look at what's on a Samsung device now, some of the Google apps are being replaced by Samsung equivalents. Dropbox,
2: for example. Okay, that's not a Samsung service, but they're... They're promoting it. Yeah, they're busy promoting that.
1: We're seeing more of that, and there will be a a Samsung app store. And it was interesting, it's not just on phones. Uh, Samsung had their developer conference recently, and they released five SDKs, and one was about multiple screens, one was about TVs and Mm. other applications. I would actually say Android's already got to that point because we already had Amazon split off. And there's the unacknowledged split at the moment between the Google version of Android and the Android open source project version of, Google, of Android, which is used extensively in China. In fact, almost all the Android devices in China aren't Google versions of Android. And so Samsung, I mean, I'm not sure I agree with Bennett becoming the third ecosystem, because I think there's a lot of compatibility it's issues. You, it's because you love Microsoft. Well, that too, obviously. Microsoft. Uh, but actually, it's more a case of if Samsung decide to do that, there won't be very much Android left at all. I mean, Samsung is that dominant. So it, will become, it would
0: just be a different second ecosystem or, or, yeah. or first ecosystem? It, it
1: almost feels like that. And it, there will then be a whole bunch of third ecosystems. There we go. So cracking question. And I think it's one
0: that's going to be interesting to monitor. and. Uh, Often with this marketing stuff, you kind of tend to think, "Well, it doesn't really matter." Like, you know, if I'm not involved in the industry and I'm just interested in phones, it doesn't matter. But actually, it's going to manifestly change who's shaping your device. Yes, there's a man in Seoul who's going to be, you know, shaping the experience you have rather than rather than a man in
1: San Francisco. The thing is, consumers won't care because, as far as they're concerned, they're getting the same experience. Those that will care are the geeks who liked Android because it was from Google and it provided the best Google experience. The and blocky exactly. rubbish And that that's what will will happen. But it's an interesting it's I, I think it's a real threat for Android and the way you think about developing servers and the apps on it.
0: okay so let's wrap things up thank you very much for listening Uh, welcome back if you're a long time listener we've had so many great comments and people asking us to get back on the back in the saddle so thank you for that Uh, we really appreciate your enthusiasm and and the kind words actually make it all worthwhile you are no doubt wondering why we've sounded like we were recording in the middle of uh, Piccadilly Circus this week Well, it's because we are at the uh, world travel market Ewan that's right 2013 uh, we're going to talk about more about that in episode 2 which we will be recording shortly but Mm. suffice it to say this season and we are out and about. So thank you very much for listening. It's been a pleasure and uh, we will be back next week. Bye-bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can comment, subscribe and catch up with previous episodes at 361podcast.com. If you're an iTunes user, we'd be jolly grateful for a five-star review. There's a link and pictures of how to rate the show at 361podcast.com slash rate. Each review makes it lots easier for new listeners to find us.